Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to Up Level Together podcast, place to up level in every aspect of your life, from personal development to mindset and spirituality to business tips and relationships building. We bring you best interviews, tools, and inspiration where one episode can change your whole life. Here's your host, Jasna Borza. Hello, beautiful, beautiful, majestic humans. This is Yasna and welcome to Up Level Together podcast. Oh my goodness, if there's one podcast episode that I want you to listen to, this is the one. Today I bring you Naomi the Mask, and she is a, a official bio certified wellness coach and a breast cancer survivor. Um, she's a wellness entrepreneur in the epigenetic biohacking industry and then nutrigenomic sector in the wellness industry. And she will explain what all of this means. I promise. I know it's like what is what are you talking about? Um, but she really educates the world about the importance of biohacking our bodies and addressing health issues at the cellular level. I had an aha moment after an aha moment after an aha moment. Not only is she the most remarkable human, and you will get that when you when you hear her voice and connect with the soul of this person, but she just offered so much information and so many resources completely free for all of us. So uh, Naomi, after going through cancer diagnosis and recovery, and we talk about that, she really became one of the most influential wellness advocates. And she now, I mean, she she is adamant, adamant about talking to people because she cares so much about this this wellness thing, as she calls it. Um, we talk about the signs that you are carrying a heavy toxic load. We talk about how to heal your gut. We talk about healthy circadian rhythm and why it's one of the most important important keys to your health. What are the life stressors that cause cellular damage and eventually cancer? How all of us already have some cancer in our bodies. Oh my gosh. And how, like, what, what does that mean? Um, what are the environmental, environmental factors that we need to pay attention to? The cause of chronic inflammation in the body. We also talk about her bilateral mastectomy and then also explanting um, the breast implants and the breast implant illness. And then like, what can we do to, to, th- do, to turn things around? So we don't want this to be like, oh my God, we're just doomed. Um, or, you know, it's, we're all just going to get sick. There's actually things we can do every single day to live in optimal health. I inhaled this conversation. I have over the years made changes in my life because of Naomi. And I promise you that it's going to be one of the most impactful conversations um, and, and recommendations that you will ever hear anywhere. So without further ado, here is Naomi the Mask. Naomi, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to a Level Together podcast. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. Yes, I like you don't understand how excited I am to be here with you today because you are one of my favorite human beings ever. Oh. So it's it's literally gives me goosebumps that we get to sit here and have a chat today. Same. The feeling is mutual. Everything you said. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I've been um, trying to get you on the podcast for months now, simply because I think you are one of those rare humans who are just an utmost expert in her field. And you have been just preaching this message of prevention and biohacking, which we're going to get into for years, well before it was sexy. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so I really want to talk because it is a topic that I think affects us all every single day and people are just flailing. So I want to bring them someone who knows um, firsthand how painful it can be not to listen to the advice and also someone who's dedicated her life to really uh, helping others live a very, very healthy uh, life. So I'm just ah, so excited. Well, <laughs> so, I can't wait to dive in with you. Yay. So, um, you know, you and I probably would not be here talking about all of this if it wasn't for your own cancer diagnosis nine years ago. And uh, I would love before we get into the, the, you know, the conversation, tell us what that was like. How old were you? You know, what happened so people can uh-huh. really get get an, uh, um, an idea of the journey that you went through. So you never know what it's like until you hear those words i'm sorry you have cancer like it still chokes me up to this day because you don't want to be on that other end of that phone call hearing that but that's what happened to me yasna was it will be actually coming up to 10 years that i first felt a lump in my breast um we were in hawaii i was showering not thinking much of it, like in the shower and I ran my hand across my breast and I felt something. And I was like, oh, that doesn't seem normal. But I sort of dismissed it, went on my way with our vacation when I then got home and we lived in the city of Chicago at the time. And I was like, man, this just isn't right. I probably should go get it checked out. Had my schedule, my annual with my OB that June. Well, then life happened with her calendar, my calendar, just had to keep like canceling, pushing it off until it was December of 2011. And by this time I'm in the throes of holidays, all that stuff, not thinking anything of it. Like, oh, it's, it's you know, nursing kids, changing bodies. I'm in my thirties, my, you know, I'm active. I'm quote unquote healthy. Don't feel like, you know, I would ever have cancer. So sure enough, I go see my OB and she like does the exam and she's like, oh, you have a lump. And she's like, it's probably nothing. You are young, you are active, all those things that we think, you know, we're doing the right thing. But in the back of my mind, yes, I was like, God, it sort of feel like it's changed a little bit over the time, but you know, I'm not going to go there. She then says, let's just go get a mammogram. Let's rule it out, everything else. So I go get a mammogram and sure enough, I'm talking to the tech because I'm a chatty Kathy person asking her like, how long have you been doing this everything else and she's like 30 years well then she comes back from the room and says i want to do some more images and i'm thinking well this is not good mm. have an ultrasound and then the doctor during the ultrasound kept saying can you show me where your lump is and i was like i kept pointing and by the third time i finally said to her what's going on and she did that deep sigh that sigh that you know isn't good and she goes well you have actually two lumps and I can tell by the ultrasound that they're not fluid filled. So we know they're not cyst. And I was like, what does this mean? She's like, well, we need to biopsy them. Well, then, you know, you're, you're just sorry. Your mind goes to where you don't want it to go. And so sure enough, they biopsy them. It was, this is a Friday. Um, we were actually showing our house because the week before all this, my husband accepted a new job to move us from the city of Chicago to Atlanta. And she just said, you're not going to feel like doing any showings this weekend. And she's like, we probably won't get results back. And once again, they're trying to reassure you, like, it's probably nothing. It's nothing. But I started to think about everything. And I'm like, 
you know, it's probably something. And sure enough, I got that phone call that it was cancer. And I will never forget that because that was really what was my journey of why I do the work that I do. Because I got thrown into the, the fear pool head first because I got that phone call from my oncologist or not from my oncologist, my OB saying, I hate giving you this news over the phone. It's cancer. I don't want you to come downtown to, you know, North shore where I was at. I want you to go up to the upper part of Chicago, Evanston area. The doctors are waiting for you. And when you hear that, like they're waiting for your phone call, you can't help but thinking, am I dying? And all right. And here you are, have two, you have little kids. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I had a first grader and a preschooler and you, your, your life gets turned upside down. My husband was flying out because he had already accepted this job. He was going to be commuting until we moved to Atlanta. And they're like, mm -mm, you're doing treatment here. You're doing everything here. You're not going anywhere. God, I, I you know, I can't even imagine. And I think I, I suspect that there are going to be people who will hear this and will identify with it somehow that they've gotten the news somehow, but it's, it's just becoming so um, common. Unfortunately, huh. I can't even believe I'm saying that. And, uh, and, and it's scary. And I, God bless you for doing the work that you are. I feel like sometimes unfortunate as this may seem when we go through something very difficult, it's almost like we have been gifted a gift because you were fine. Correct. Just so our audience knows you went through the process. You had um, a bilateral mastectomy, yes. correct? Yes, I did. And you're cancer free. Hooray. Yes, I am. I say Ned, no evidence of disease. Um, but I like what I tell people, everyone has cancer cells in their body. It's a matter of, are you switching that light switch on or are you keeping it off? Oh, that is so powerful. Say that again. So everyone, no matter what, yeah, we, have we all have, cells. we all have our, you know, our genes are coded and this is what the science is telling us. It is, it's not so much if it's like your DNA anymore. It is lifestyle and environmental is really what pulls the trigger. For me, I do have some genetic components, but even with that, that's why I got into biohacking because we can still turn those light switches off. We can turn those switches down so we don't turn them on. Yeah, you you often say, you know, 90 to 95% of all cancer is caused, you know, um, by lifestyle and environment. And yeah. um, I want to talk about that so much uh, and the prevention, which we're going to get into. But that's that's really scary. And that is that switch that we in which without feeling helpless, we're actually in control of that should make oh. us feel good. Yeah. And that's what I want to do is I want to empower people, not put them in fear, not feel like, oh, I have to live in a bubble. But honestly, the more you know, the better we can do. And so I tell people all the time, I don't, I accept ownership of my two invasive breast cancer tumors. I totally own that. Not in a bad way. I don't blame myself. And I know a lot of people in my space, in the cancer world, they they get upset when people say that. I also say that cancer was a gift to me because it truly has opened up my eyes to what is wellness. It is so much more than diet and exercise. And as women, especially women, we think, oh, we exercise and we work out 
to the extremes a lot of times. And we're thinking we're eating, you know, healthy. And I will tell you, yeah, it's not, it is so much more. One of the biggest pieces of the puzzle that is missing is the emotional health that we do not address. Okay, we have to go there. I was going to ask you that like 10 minutes from now, but we have to go there right now because it's a perfect segue. So, you know, everyone thinks I eat well. Um, they think they eat well, and we're going to, you know, bust some myths around that. And I take care of myself, but it's, it's really this, the lifestyle and so much of it, it makes up of who we are and how what wellness um, means in our body. Tell us about the emotional component. So if you stop to think about why we do the things that we do, and you and I have had multiple conversations in regards to all this, a lot of times people are eating because they are like stuffing their emotions away. They're drinking, not because they just want a glass of wine. They don't want to deal with whatever has happened throughout their day. Mm -hmm. So they're reaching for something else to replace it versus what is it that they really want? You know, they want love, they want acceptance, they want all these things that we're not dealing with. Or the other thing is something has happened in their life and it was a moment in time, it was a story. And unless you do the work around that story, it is always going to be there in your subconscious. And your subconscious makes that plays a huge role in all this as well, because a lot of times we're operating on like we're only mindful in 43%, 43% of, sorry, let me say this out of the way. 43% of our life is mindless things that we do. Mm. Scary. It is. It really is. We are just operating. We just keep going and going, and going. We're not dealing with things. We're not dealing with emotions. And I have coached a ton of people now and I will bring up, we need to have some conversations. And a lot of times it's not even really about their food. It's about those emotions of what's driving them to do the things it's driving them to work out all these, you know, all these crazy hours it's driving them because we all want to be loved and accepted in this world we do so you're saying that emotions and emotions that, are, that we're not dealing with are causing us to choose poor lifestyle um and environment uh, habits yeah. and it's and it's stressors in our body so it's cellular stress that causes issues that causes damage it's like you know i i tell people we have free radical damage and that is what's happening the stress is turning on those light switches it's and they don't know if it's emotional stress, physical stress, you know, financial stress. They're all the same. What's going on in our body It's a stressor on ourselves. And that's where we have to lower those things and have tools in our toolbox to do those things. Yeah. And we're going to talk about those tools. And it, this is an interesting conversation because you always talk about cellular health as the basis for overall health, but no. we don't talk about that. We don't know, you know, we don't, we don't address it because it's so, we can't see it. We can't, you know, we can't, um, um, hold it. We can, we can make, make, uh, things of it. So, but, you know, Tell me about cellular health and how you address that besides removing the stressors. So um, I do different things. I really am one to have a healthy lifestyle. And that is from everything from my mindset to what I'm putting in my body, on my body, in my mind, 
my relationships that I have, all these things really are impacting it. So for me, I do take certain things that I know address cellular health. I take products that are activators. I also live that lifestyle of getting outside and working with what I call your circadian rhythm, which is the natural clock in our body, which is really, truly important. And we've gone away from those things. And I know you are great with this because you live that life about dimming your lights at night, delivering it. Because what has happened is we think our bodies, we're on our cell phones till wee hours, we're on our computers, we're on our you know TVs, whatever, tablets. That light is telling our body, oh, it's still daytime versus, you know, if it's lowering it, you're increasing your melatonin. You're doing these natural hormones where our bodies need to do those things. We've gone away from that lifestyle. And we need the circadian rhythm because or a healthy circadian rhythm a healthy circadian rhythm because that is how our cells all work together they all communicate so if you are off with your hormones and that's where you're seeing a lot of people talk about hormone imbalances hormone health estrogen dominance all these things it's not just for reproduction but we have all these different hormones and we're not getting outside enough to get the natural vitamin d Getting out in the early morning sun actually helps our mitochondria, which is the energy of our cells. And it's very difficult because the way that our society has been set up, it's that we just, we don't make time for that, you know, throughout the day and how important it is to have that sunlight in your eyes and on your skin. Mm -hmm. And we're also been trained now to be like lather up with sunscreen. Well, a lot of the sunscreens that are out there, they are actually doing more harm then good. They're full of toxic chemicals. And then you're blocking out the sun. That is our major source of vitamin D. Yeah. And I was thinking the other day, even the fancy expensive sunglasses that are such a, so much of a fashion statement, they're actually blocking out what, you know, what's, what's feeding our mitochondria. Yes, exactly. You know, we, here we are is like, you know, we wear the sunglasses, but then we come in and we look at our computer screen, like we have it backwards. <laughs> Wow, that's 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 amazing. Um, and one more thing that as you're as you're um, talking about this part of the circadian rhythm and connection with I think the natural rhythm is the sense of grounding. And I uh-huh. know that that's just been so you and I have a, like a love affair with that. But you know, walking on grass and bare feet, you you do it even during the winter. I mean, that's I, just- <laughs> I do. I, and my whole thing is, we have to especially nowadays, more than ever, we have to live this lifestyle because we are, our cells are being disrupted. Like you and I right now are talking, we are using Wi-Fi. So the EMFs, all these different things are bombarding our cells. Now, if you and I would go live off the grid, that's another story. Like it, there's a reason why some people will do that and they will see their health literally change. I've had a girlfriend went off the grid for a whole week in France, like lived off the land, there's no Wi-Fi, nothing. And all these health problems that she was having, and she is a functional medicine doctor as well. That's when she realized, I have high levels of what we call oxidative stress, which is the cellular damage. And it's because of our environment. 
It really is. And even the EMF, and I know that I don't know why this is such a controversial topic when there's so much research behind it, but it's not that it's by itself. It's like at some point our bodies can withstand it, but with so much of it, the toxins in the products that we use, the makeup that you talk about, the shampoos all the time and the EMF, that over a certain period of time, our bodies simply cannot um, uh, they can't fight off the, 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 the attacks. No, we can't. It's, it's like your, it's your bucket is all of a sudden overflowing. You know, you can only put so much in until all of a sudden it, it gushes over. So what are some of the first signs in the body that we have been bombarded with the toxins uh, in the other oh, uh, world? So I mean, brain fog, headaches, um, feeling sluggish. I mean, those are different things are warning signs. Like if you have no energy, why is it that you have no energy? You know, if you're having brain fog constantly aches and everything, my tagline is if you fix the cell, the body gets well, and we can fix the cell. It, it is proven. I mean, it is proven you fix it. So I've started a boot camp now. Um, with one of my partners, she has an amazing podcast as well. And so her expertise is toxins and sort of her own health journey as well. Had seen doctors after doctors after doctors. And when she started diving into what toxins were and what was happening to her body, she was like, oh, this makes sense. So we walked through people through a four day. I tell people they're going to go on the best vacation ever because it's four nights, three days with us. Um, and we dive in deep to what are toxins. Cause so many times people, yes. And we'll say, oh, I know about it all. I use clean beauty products. I use clean, you know, cleaning supplies. And I'm like, oh no, it's, it's so much more because like we will give you her blacklist of like, literally these are the ingredients. We want people to turn a label over and know how to read it and say, you know what? I'm not buying that product because it's in there. Yeah, and I think very often it's hidden. These these oh, toxins are just yeah. completely hidden. Um, you've recently read, wrote a really incredible post about you know listen the you know one of the things that's, that's so um, acute in within the American population is inflammation, mm -hmm. and I I'm just really curious. I want you. I, I would love to um, hear how inflammation manifests in in our body. Um, and what are the main culprits of, of inflammation? Are they different than toxins or, you know, what, what is happening in our body? Well, inflammation is, it's definitely, once again, cellular damage. We have to have some inflammation because like, if you cut yourself, it's going to inflame up because it's going to protect you. But what has happened is we've become chronically inflamed Ooh. and there's chronic in, inflammation disease. Now they call it. But that's where really what aging is. It is literally the breakdown of our cells or the production of our cells. Like we have our own antioxidant enzymes in our body. We have our own collagen in our body. But as we get older, we age and we have less of that. So we have to learn how to turn it back on and lower that inflammation. What can we do about that? You know, it's once again, it's toxins really what is driving this. And that also is your toxic thoughts, your stress, all of these things add up. People have a lot of toxic thoughts like we do. 
Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I see it all the time. I, I sometimes experience it and it's, it really is poisonous. And what I'm hearing you say loud and clear is uh, the body by itself is an incredible mechanism that can heal and repair itself if you give it a break. Oh, yes. Yes, and giving it the right tools to do it. So eating the right foods for our bodies, learning about, so in our boot camp, we also teach you about your detoxification drainage pathways in your body. Mm -hmm. Because that is really what we need to learn about and understand. If you understand those steps, our liver is our main organ for detoxing our body. But what has happened is, it has become so inflamed. They are saying, I think it's by like 2025, fatty liver disease will be the number one disease that's out there. Oh, wow. I mean, it's, it, may, it could be later. I don't, don't quote me on the date, but it yes. is coming up there. It is creeping up and it's not because of drinking. It's because of everything else. The, the liver is just saying, I surrender. I can't do it on my own. But if you don't have these other pathways that are open, and going through the whole system, you're getting clogged. And what has happened is those toxins are then releasing back into your bloodstream. They're repoisoning you in a way. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Oh my goodness. So, okay, let's say someone is listening to this right now and they have uh, brain fog, low energy and headaches, and they know that something is off. Um, what I observe Naomi daily is the amount of people who are my age or younger experiencing all these health issues that they shouldn't be experiencing is extremely troublesome earlier and earlier. So if someone listening is really like, yeah, I have aches and pains, I have headaches, I have some things off autoimmune um, issues, you know, and I don't even know where to start. We're going to talk about the, the, the things that you do in your work in the boot camp. would love to have um, an access to it here, a link to it. But what can someone do today, this week, to start to feel better? A few, few things. I know that you you jump on your... Um, by, by rebounder? Yes. Yeah. Yes, your trampoline. Like, give me some of those things that we can so, do. I will tell you the one of the number one things, and a lot of these are free. So I, I will tell people like, here's simple biohacks. These are free things that we can be doing and we need to be doing sleep. Sleep is your number one thing you need to be working on. Um, it's free. It's so important. And you want to create healthy sleep habits. So that means going to bed at the same time every night, getting up and you ideally want to be in bed asleep before 10 o'clock. Be, the reason being is the body goes into repair and re, rejuvenates itself in the evening. That is so important. And your body is also giving you clues. So if you're constantly waking up in the hours of between like one and three, that is according to the Chinese clock, body clock, that is your liver. Cause that's usually the time that the liver starts to repair itself. So that means the liver is like saying, I surrender, I'm on overload. And there's like, you can do casserole packs. These are things that our great, great grandparents, you know, knew about and did eating. We have to learn to eat a healthy whole food diet. I get a questions all the time. Like what diet should I be on? Should I be on paleo? Should I be on keto? What? And I think it like, it's too overwhelming. I just say, eat real whole foods. If it's coming from a box, probably not. But if you can <laughs> eat like, like here, this was my snack. So I have 
little oranges. And when you can buy organic, buy organic as much as possible. Um, and why, why is that important? Because it's less pesticides and herbicides that are being used. And we just have to lighten our load. We need to do all that we can do to avoid all those toxin exposures. Okay, keep going. So, and I always say you want to eat something that has healthy fats because we need those healthy fats for our brain. I was raised in the era of fat-free everything. Fat-free is good, fat-free. No, it's not good for you. You really do uh, need the healthy fats because it also helps balance your blood sugar. Doesn't our brain need actually fast to function? Like you use oh, yeah. brain as fat as energy? Yes, we do. We need the healthy fats and we need to have the right omegas. So omega-3s, are really important. We have come to the point of our lives that we are overloaded in omega sixes. Those are those seed oils. Do not use canola oil, you know, all those bad oils, vegetable oil, soybean oil. We want to avoid those and really put in those healthy oils as well in our body. The natural eating some, you know, wild caught fish. And that's the other thing is looking at your sources is what's important. Where is the food being sourced from? And this is my other thing is, what is that food? What are, you know, what you're eating? If I'm eating meat, I'm making sure it's grass fed. I'm making sure it's pasture raised. I'm not eating conventional meat. If you're, you know, that's, you have to look at all this because you are eating what they're eating. You're taking on what they're taking on. Powerful, right? And also one of the things that really comes into mind for me, you're also, if um, the animal that you're e eating has been um, abused or lived in unhealthy conditions, you're also um, really it's in, in muscles, those emotions that have been stored, you're taking that on as well. Yeah, it's, I mean, cause they have hormones and that's just like we do, our cortisol levels go up, all those hormones, those stressor hormones are happening with these animals. So I was a vegetarian for years. I now do eat meat. I listen to my body. I am eating it now, but I also buy from a local farmer. I know where it's being sourced. I know that it's literally grass fed. You can take the difference as well. When you start to eat good quality meat, it, it's a game changer. So Naomi, I want to ask you this, because I feel like a lot of uh, people will say, well, I know that even though they may not know everything, they, they may be educated. I think we're becoming better, but there's still so much. And yet we still don't do anything about it. For example, we will not, you know, get organic or we will not switch out our shampoos or we will continue to do the, well, just, you know, I can't, I can't, it, it's not a big deal. Why do you think we're putting our heads in the sand? It's, it's easier. It's easier to just go by what we see everyone else is doing versus saying, or it's a lot of times people say, well, I can't afford to do this. And I always say to you, yes, you can. You're going to pay for it one way or the other. You really are. So to me, why not be proactive instead of reactive? Uh, elaborate, and, elaborate, please. We're going to pay for it one way or the other. Well, because my whole thing is, you know, I got diagnosed. Could I have prevented it? Who knows, but I could have done my part a lot better. And so that's the other thing is, I don't want people to get at the other end of their life. And I have my dad who's in his eighties. And a couple years ago, we were 
having a birthday lunch. And I said, dad, if there's one piece of advice, what would it be? And he's like, if I knew I was going to live to this age, I would have taken better care of my health. Oh, so that's powerful. Like you see people that, you know, my mom's very active. She's 82. She's not on any meds, like, but she has always lived a very healthy lifestyle. Like I look back now and she really was a biohacker. She was way ahead of her time. And now, you know what? She's paid and it's, she pays her body and people will say, there's no way your mom's 82. And I'm like, yeah, but she took care of herself all along. So you're going to pay for it either monetarily or physically. And we forget how there is nothing in the world more important than good health. Oh yeah. You, I mean, literally when you don't have your health, you have nothing. So when people say, well, I can't afford this. I'm always like, well, you can't afford not to be doing this. And it's also our mindset. Like a lot of times I'll say, I'm not asking you to come up with more money. I'm saying shift your priorities. You have no problems going through that Starbucks, you know, line and paying five bucks a day. Yet I'm asking you to buy organic, you know, eggs that might be $6 and you have a problem with that. Yet you could have, you know, a whole week's of meal, but you have no problem going to get your nails done or doing all these other things that are very superficial. Um, yet why not love yourself enough? And that's why I say, I'm not asking you to find more money. You have the money there. Most likely it's just shifting how you're using your money and making your health a priority. Say it as it is. I love that you are a straight shooter. And I think that what I, why I just absolutely adore you and your teachings and the level of integrity, I often say to, to you and others that you're one of the most highly integrous people that I know is that not you're you out there doing these kind of conversations with anyone you're not charging you're not you're just like i will speak from the from the mountains from the rooftops because you really 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 care oh i do i truly care about people's health and almost to a fault at times i think um because i just i'm so passionate that people can have a preventive lifestyle i i know it and you and i have had business conversations about stuff and I really want to make this available for everyone. And I tell people there's so many free resources out there. Like nowadays, when I went through my, tr my treatment, I really did not want to do chemotherapy. I, I didn't at all. Nine years ago, social media was not where it was today. So for me to say I was going to do alternative care, my husband that didn't sit with well with my husband or my family, so I negotiated with my oncologist and I only did four rounds of chemo. He had said, I've never had anyone negotiate with me before. And I thought, well, that's silly. It's their body. They should be the CEO of their body. Like they should be in charge. But now there's so much information out there. We have YouTube, we can go. And I know people get overloaded with the information. I just tell people, look for the, the good sources, you know, come to me. I will direct you. I will tell you who to go look for what to listen to all these things. I mean, you and I will always exchange books and like, I love Dr. Bruce Lipton, you know, and Dr. Joe Dispenza, these people that talk about the subconscious work. And they've been talking about that. I look at Bruce Lipton. He's been talking about this for decades and it's now just getting caught up that before it was very woo woo. And now people are realizing there's something to be had. Science is behind and doctors are behind. I have people in my one business, 
you know, I have doctors now on my thing and they're like, we didn't learn about this in med school. We didn't learn about this and this because it takes 17 to 25 years for it to hit the mainstream medical. So then you have to wait for your, if you're waiting for your doctor to tell you this, guess what? You're going to be waiting a long time. So God, just open and curious. That, those are my two words for people all the time. Like be open and curious. And here's the other thing. It's a smorgasbord. Take what you need, leave the rest. Like you don't have to apply everything in what's happening right now, but take what I'm talking about. Take what you're talking about, Yazda, and whatever, you know, it hits home with, take that, leave the rest. Maybe later on you might be like, hmm, Yazda said something about, you know, spirituality. Maybe I should listen to that. Or, oh, Naomi listened, was talking about biohacking. Maybe I should be tuning into that. Uh, I love that. And folks listening to this, if you really want an integrous source of information and someone who is actually really wants to help people and be of service, um, we're going to link Naomi's um, Instagram and Facebook in um, in the description. So please, please, please go follow her. You will not regret it because it's she's one of those people that actually gives you real value uh, and doesn't ask anything for it, which I love that. Okay. You've said the word biohacking five times. I yeah. Think uh, please really briefly tell us what is biohacking because people are like, what is this? I don't want to, I don't want to feel stupid. So basically we have the, we have the ability to change our gene expressions. That's really what it boils down to through using, you know, our food sourcing, our, you know, the science around us, we have the ability to change it. Um, Dave Asbury, who is the owner of Bulletproof is really probably is one of the most of the popular biohackers that is out there. Um, he had realized like, oh, if I start doing these things, I can heal my body. He was overweight. Like, and that's my whole thing is, you know, what we teach in our boot camp is like, when you fix that cell, guess what? Your body will get well. You are going to get rid of those extra pounds. You are going to really, truly will feel healthy again, but we have to start from a cellular standpoint. Okay. And that includes all the things you've been talking so, uh, so far. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um, so I, I want to talk um, a little bit about the, you know, the, the gut. Uh, food is mood. Um, I really, I have to say that this was part of my journey 10 years ago when I um, went through a series of miscarriages and understanding that, you know, gut is called the second brain. That's what I know, very limited. So, uh, and I know the majority of our, you know, serotonin, which is a hormone that makes us happy, feel good, is produced in the gut. Yep. Yet the gut in most Americans um, and worldwide, I would say, has just been destroyed with what we have been consuming. So um, what would be signs of gut inflammation or gut not operating right? And secondly, what can we do about it? So, I mean, everything from gas, I mean, really, truly, those things. Also, once again, the brain fog, you're, you're going to get those different things. Skin, skin issues, like acne, all these different things, you know, psoriasis, eczema, all those things are signs that something's going on with the body. And with that, remember how I was talking about the drainage pathway, the detox pathways, the very bottom one that I address is our colon, which is encompassing our gut health. If you don't have that layer right, you're not going to be able to detox properly. And detox has been become a marketing term like, oh, take this drink, take this pill. No, our bodies are made to detox. So you start to fix that gut. Here's the other thing that is in our gut. 
we have more immune system in our gut lining than anywhere else. Wow. So okay. 80% of our gut health really is in our immune system, or our immune system is in our gut health. I said that backwards. So right now, these people that are walking around that are inflamed, you know, most likely have quote unquote, what is a leaky gut. And what has happened is we have like these little junctions in our, the gut lining that start to get holes. So that's why we're also seeing so many more people with food allergies, food sensitivities, because it starts to break through because we're not healing that gut lining. What can we do, you know, to really truly encompass it? And, but that also goes back to the cells. Like we need to have a good omega-3, that fatty liver or the fatty um, omegas coat the outside of our cell membrane because the cell membrane needs to be intact because it not only lets things in, but lets things out of the cell to repair itself. And when that's damaged, there's that, you know, the, yeah. the toxins that just freely um, travel throughout the body where they shouldn't be. Yes. So what can we do about gut health? I know that, you know, I eat so fermented it's, foods. It's really, yes, fermented foods. It's really eating natural whole foods. Lowering your sugar is going to be really important. Alcohol, like it or not, is a toxin in our body. Mm. And people are consuming way too much of that on a regular basis. Now I'm not saying give up your glass of wine. I might be saying give up your daily glass of wine, but really truly, if you're doing all the other things right, and that's why it's the whole balancing act. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, if you live a really good healthy lifestyle, you can still do these things. But if you're not, your gut's gonna get inflamed. You're gonna be off. If you're not having, you know, going to the bathroom number two, you know, twice a day, once a day on a regular basis, you're not releasing the toxins. You're not eliminating drinking water and filtered healthy water. And that's the other thing, like free things, how we're talking about things like sleep, water. Those two things are two of the most important things you should be doing for yourselves. But our water is so contaminated nowadays. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. The pharmaceuticals that are being found in our water, the, you know, the pesticides, the herbicides from the runoff, all this is happening and we're showering in this we're drinking this so what do you what do you drink then i drink i i do believe you can still do like reverse osmosis um some people will call that quote dead water i don't like using that term i will just say we need to reactivate and put minerals trace minerals back into our water one way i like to do trace minerals is i make um, just using Himalayan and Celtic sea water or sea salt, I make, it's called Soleil water and I have it on my counter. It's infused salt water, what it boils down to because Himalayan sea salt has so many minerals and we are deficient in our minerals. And it's also because we're, our soils are depleted. They're not like they used to be with our grandparents. They're not rich. And most people are not cultivating their own gardens. So it really comes back to our food source and our sourcing. You know, as I'm listening to you talk, and I've been thinking about this so much as I observe people getting sick younger and younger and having more issues, it sounds so glum. And I don't want us to be glum, right? No. There, there, there is hope, correct? There's so much hope. And that's why I'm saying, you guys, life is beautiful. And we can we get the opportunity, especially depending on where you're living, like, 
you know, we have this beautiful opportunity. We have more access to great things, especially if you're in the US, um, than other places. So, you know what? Don't feel like you have to live in a bubble. Don't feel like, oh my word, like the, the, the world's coming to an end. No, like that's also goes back to your mindset. Like to me, I'm like, we have a great opportunity to heal our body, to have the opportunity to live a long, healthy life. And that's what I want to do. But it's also doing the work. You have to be able and be willing to do the work. And that is like what I say, having tools in your toolbox. So having a morning routine. Yasin, you're so good about like your morning routine as well as your evening routine. Those are, it's, it's really habits. That's what it boils down to is having healthy habits. And most people don't have, we all have habits, but it just depends. Is it a healthy one or not a healthy one? Yeah, and we're just reminding people, uh, you are a fan of saying that, you know, we spend more time paying attention to our phones and social media than the signs that our body is, you know, showing and, and, and trying to um, get our attention. And I think we just really want to kind of signal a, a, a alert here that, and remind people that we really do have to pay attention because there's nothing worse than than getting older and suffering from all these um, ailments. Uh, oh, that absolutely. Okay, so I have a, a really, really quickly, I have a question that I'm meaning to ask you. So recently you, you, um, uh, you had implants after you had uh, a bilateral mastectomy. And then with, with, you know, this, and you took them out um, right. recently. I, tell us why and, you know, why is this now, why are women waking up to the fact that that could be making you ill as well? Oh. So the implant illness is a real thing. I know a lot of times people will say, oh, it's not. Um, and for myself, I had two sets of implants. My body did not like them from the get-go, and that should have been my warning sign. This is also goes back to my whole thing of being your own advocate because I originally had asked about going flat. Like I knew I wanted to do a bilateral, but then I was like, well, what about using my own body fat? You know, because I knew that was one of the options. And the gentleman, my plastic surgeon was like, oh, you don't have enough body fat to take to make anything. You'd barely even have an A cup, so it wouldn't be even worth it. So I was like, well, what about doing flat? And he's like, oh, you're young. You won't, you won't be happy with not having breasts. And I, now I look back, you know, of course I was in that place of fear. So I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to him. Um, so I did the implants six months later because I was having issues. I was like, oh, I went to a different plastic surgeon. He put in a different set of implants and I still was having some issues and it progressively got worse over the eight years that I had them. And I kept thinking to myself, well, they're probably not my implants because I would do the comparison game. Like I compare what has happened with some of my girlfriends that got really ill and theirs was from their implants. And I kept thinking, well, I don't have all that. Like it's not that bad. And then finally, it was like one day last spring, I was like, you know what, forget it. This is one thing I know I can control. And I don't want to keep going on like, what if, what if it is my implants? I now know there's enough science, there's enough warning, there's a black box label warning about the implants. So why do I want toxic things in my body is what it boiled down to. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is, it's a level of toxicity. And, and they even told me, they're like, your implants are, this is exact words from the plastic surgeons, from two of them. Your implants are going to be like car tires, meaning you're going to have to replace them probably eight to 10 years. So I started to really think about that last spring. Like, 
Car tires, what do they do? They break down. They start to wear out. Well, where is that wearing out going? Well, it's uh, into my body. And that's when I was like, oh. And so I saw an amazing um, doctor here in the Minneapolis area. And she said, I'm explanting more than I'm implanting. And she's like, I'm telling women, especially breast cancer survivors, you know, you have another option of not putting implants in. And she's like, I'm always floored when these ladies are like, I had no idea. Wow. Fascinating. And you notice the difference the moment. You... Oh my word. Night and day. Like, cause I kept thinking, what is wrong with me? I would go to a spin class and I'd start to almost feel like I was having an asthma attack. Like I can't breathe. And then of course it's like, you know, that it hyper, like gets hyper, like I'm dying, I'm dying. Well, then I found out, no, it was my implants because they were under the muscle too. For me, it was just too much. And when they looked at the capsules as well, they're starting to calcify and what was happening. And then you also see another big thing is women's, you won't know that's starting to rip open. They've started to, and this are actually really gross. They start to mold. Well, mold toxicity. So many people end up having health issues with mold nowadays. Thinking about you're having stuff that could be molding in your body or breaking down. And if you don't have like that, that funnel that I was talking about, if you're not getting rid of those, they're just circulating back through your blood system. Wow. Wow. Uh, the, I mean, this is again, the woman who really uh, walks the talk. You, I mean, you did it all. And what's, what I loved about your journey is that you really took us on the journey and you were very transparent, very vulnerable, very honest. And I think it inspired so many people. There's like, why I don't have to do this in the end. Um, I think as we get older, as I'm getting older, a reminder that truly good health is a, it's our birthright and everyone should, should feel alive and vibrant. And when we don't, something is, something is wrong and our bodies will tell us very quickly. And also very quickly, if we give them a chance, they will repair, which is pretty much all you teach. Yeah. I love that. Um, any parting wor words, uh, anything we haven't covered for our audience? Oh, you know what? My whole thing is just love your body. I mean, truly, it's it's a gift from God. And we were born, you know, to have a body that's supposed to heal. We really are. No matter what it is, we still can heal our body. And I strongly believe that. So we can heal our body. Yeah. I, I just like, I love that. I feel like we need to have a whole separate conversation just, just about that. Uh, I really can't thank you enough. This is a lot of these things I knew and a lot of them I didn't. And as always, I feel uh, you are my true teacher and someone that I really, really trust um, with the level of integrity and the level of expertise over the last decade, things that you have, you had to be your own advocate. And I know how much research and study you have done. So I can't thank you enough for taking an hour and, you know, coming to talk to all of us here, because I know that this will be a service to others. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. This has been a gift, actually. You are the best folks. Uh, we can find and learn about Naomi and at her website on her um, uh, Instagram and Facebook. And we're going to link um, all of uh, all of those things here in the description. Go follow her. You will not regret it because I think that she's she's my reminder to always check them on the first. Uh, yeah. And it, uh, really, even when I'm feeling like I, I'm uh, doing all the things, she will post something that 
that I'm not doing and will remind me that I can still do do more. So um, I love you so much. So grateful for for the work that you're that you're doing. And you really you turned your mess into a message and we are all better for it. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Yasna. I appreciate thank, it. Thank you. All right. Bye, everyone. Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world. Please share with anyone that might find this useful and go ahead to all iTunes stations and please give us a five-star rating. So much love for you all. Please, please, please know that everything can be different. You're worthy. You're good enough. And let's up-level together.